going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going to dance and have some fun. Dig. that everyone is going through right now so I just wanted to say that up front and also to share that part of what I talk about in this and then there's also a live on Instagram about it as well and this reading is live on Instagram if you would rather go watch it the cards will be posted on a separate post on Instagram with the podcast as always so there's lots of ways to get this information but a few things happened with this reading I had a voice embodiment session with AOE Angel on Earth and that is about bringing your voice down through your throat to your heart chakra and speaking from the heart more effectively uh, transmitting light codes so um, the thing that I noticed, uh, two things in this reading, listening back to it, is that my voice is a little different. Um, I can feel it even when I'm speaking, where it is coming from inside my body. Uh, and then the other thing is that there are many moments in this reading where I am directly channeling that occurs when I speed up and I'm speaking really quickly as if I, you know, have it in writing or something um, that I'm reading from. I mean, sometimes I'm reading from the card book, but you can tell the difference. You'll see what I mean. But at any rate, this means that I am starting to live channel in a different way, and I'm excited about that. Um, the Mintakins and whomever else is coming through at me. I got a name last night and I was so tired I couldn't write it down, but it was not a Mintakin. Um, at any rate, I'm starting to do this live channeling thing, which means that I can hopefully soon start to do that 
with other beings um, so that it so that it is a live process instead of something that I'm you know doing in a trance by myself um, honestly that's more of a comfort and confidence level thing for me probably to get over uh, which is one of the things I'm releasing and working on during this lovely metro mercury retro metro grade whatever storm party that we're having right now um, everyone is working on clearing a lot and that's what I talk about quite a bit in this reading is how to do that how to surrender and how to do this with ease and in a way that brings you joy. I know that may sound silly. How can crying about a thing bring me joy? But there is a joy in releasing it back to the earth and in knowing that you are free from it, finally. So, um, just lots of hugs to all of you. You're all doing such an amazing job. I thank you all so much for being here and being listeners and followers and part of my world. I need to make a new ad that talks about the subscription service that I started on the first. It's on Buy Me a Coffee. I'm not sure if that's going to stay or if I'm going to wind up just migrating to Patreon or some other service. Um, I want to give it a shot, but I think it may be too beta at the moment for it to be practical, but we'll see how that works. So this first month is more like an experiment, and um, I will give anyone who books a reading in the month of June a free month's membership uh, premium level so that you can come to workshops and the live uh, Xanadu Collective energy readings that are just for the membership. So uh, all that can be found at my link tree, and um, I love you all. I'm excited that I can bring you, it's not that I, gosh, it's so hard to express this right now, but this reading and what I have said here and what I have channeled here is the, the one that I am most proud of from everything I've done for the last two years. I feel that I am truly bringing something to help the community at all levels and hope that you feel the same way and I'm just so grateful to all of you for shining your light and I will shut up now so that I can come back and talk more <laughs> isn't that ironic Hello and good morning. This is the live soul action plan for the week of 6-6 to 6-12. I also share this on my audio podcast, Grooving Goddess. I'm just going to roll through the reading. I'm not going to be taking a bunch of questions right now. Um, I will be back another time to pull cards for people. So for now, uh, let's talk about <laughs> how's everybody doing? Um... I know we're deep in the heart of Mercury retrograde. Uh, let's see, is it Jupiter, Jupiter, Neptune? Yeah, 
They're both about to join the retrograde party around the 20th, uh, but fortunately, as they join the party, Mercury will be phasing out of it. So hopefully that'll ease up things for a little while. Um, part of the reason I don't always do this particular reading for the collective energy where I pull the cards live is because I don't want you to see the looks on my face <laughs> when I pull cards sometimes because occasionally I'm like, ooh, okay, all right, yep, this might be a little difficult for some people. Um, we're all going through an intense activation and clearing process. Um, that is part of what happens during an eclipse and portal season. While we're talking about eclipses, <clears throat> the solar eclipse on June 10th, uh, what I can say about that is <laughs> it is literal fire activation coming in to clear out anything that is no longer serving you. Uh, during the last um, solar eclipse in December, I brazenly, you know, declared to the universe, I I am willing to surrender to whatever it takes to get the things uh, removed from my life which no longer serve me and clear out the junk and all that good stuff. And it happened in a very dramatic and violent way. Um, sort of everything blew up overnight, uh, literally on the day of the eclipse. So. Um, as we move into this week, if you are using this period of time to make changes in your life, to heal things, to release things, just try to remember the with joy and ease part. I did not come up with that. Uh, my wonderful Serafina tells me that often and I have realized, hmm, yeah, that's the little piece of the puzzle I was missing because um, in my Athena warrior wisdom goddess I tend to just want to you know go in there guns a blazing and burn out whatever's in my way and uh, it's just not always necessary to do that so that all being said um, we do have probably a bit of an emotional week ahead but it's also a week of great change and great potential there are different tears and by by saying tears I don't mean crying tears I mean t-i-e-r-s there are different tiers of um, spiritual expansion and development that everyone is undergoing so some of you are in this lane some of you are in this lane and some of you are in this lane okay so I would say lane a is those of you who are possibly just awakening <laughs> just coming around to the knowledge that perhaps there's more going on in the world than you thought there was with your five senses before and you're having a little different perception of reality then there's the lane b or the middle lane where you've been on this journey for a while and you've been awakened and you're now going through a large activation period which is going to um clear out a whole lot of stuff and prepare you for this next stage of expansion um, in order to make room in your energy field in yourself for the unconditional love that must be embodied to fully expand uh, a lot of shadow work needs to be done a lot of things need to be released and 
basically, you know, you just need to get your house tidied up. And then there are those that are already in a state of multidimensional expansion for the most part. They are embodying that unconditional love. And those in that lane are processing things on a macro level for a lot of people. Your uh, individual personal shadow work and release and what you're doing right now just and, and it really is if you're at this phase like going around with a feather duster and just catching those cobwebs in the corner. Um, this is meant to be a gentle process for you and anything deep and heavy that comes up will probably be uh, <clears throat> like past life. Um, galactic heritage those sorts of things so all of these can be felt deeply and um, just be gentle with yourselves and be patient with feeling your feelings uh, in this capitalist worker bee humans being used as a commodity culture that we have all been conditioned to exist in it has also been driven home that we're supposed to ignore our feelings, not feel anything, and above all else, just try to be happy all the time. Uh, deny your feelings. Gaslight yourself out of having any feelings. Um, <clears throat> this structure has been intentional because by separating you from your feelings, this also separates you from your internal discernment, your internal compass, your knowing your ability to uh, come into full embodiment and experience that unconditional love and wake up to the knowledge that you are not a human commodity. You are a multidimensional being having a human experience and you are entitled to as much love and abundance and joy and uh, happiness and all the good things as anybody else on earth regardless of how much money you have or where you were born or any of those bullshit uh, human construct things. Probably enough lecturing for the moment. All right, so let's get to the cards. <clears throat> so for the soul action plan, I pull cards for your inner child, your ego, earth self, adult self. I pull cards for your highest self and then also your galactic team. I use the children's spirit animal cards for your inner child. And so today we have rabbit and the card of rabbit is about asking for help. A lot of you want to go through everything on your own. You want to do everything by yourself. You don't want to let anybody else into whatever is your personal pain, your traumas, the things you're trying to release or the practical matters of your life that you're trying to fix. Uh, Collaboration is the key right now, and um, your personal transformation and your personal awareness can either be a lonely, isolating, uh, 40 days and nights in the desert kind of experience, or it can be a gentle, loving, communal experience where you feel and observe and see the things in your life that you wish to change. Um, and you have the good sense to reach out to others uh, who love you and ask for help. And if there aren't people in your life right now who are connected with that energy, look for them. Look for communities where you feel called to 
participate with those people. And a community can just be you and one other person. But don't go through all this alone. Don't carry it all on your own shoulders alone. You need to share with other people. Uh, and you can see the rabbit has a little butterfly there about to land on its nose, right? Uh, butterflies are transformation and rabbits, while they can also indicate fear, which a lot of you are desperately afraid to feel your feelings, um, it can also indicate fertility, luck, abundance. Rabbits are magical creatures and um, that is really what is coming in, is that change. But part of how you get the change and the transformation is in collaboration with others and with your galactic team and your highest self. So the other thing your inner child would like to say is, here's a butterfly, get ready for big changes. Um, everyone is in a state of transformation right now. There are tremendous changes happening energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, Earth itself is going through a lot of changes. And so um, just be ready for that big change. And what this really means at the heart of it is, you need to collaborate with others and ask for help so that you can be ready for the big changes coming and getting ready unfortunately is a lot about shadow work and i know nobody wants to hear that but uh too bad because it's the way it is you need to um find these things find your sore spots whether that's past experiences or things you need to forgive yourself for, um, things you need to forgive others for, heavy feelings, good morning, heavy feelings that you need to release. All of these things take up space. And whatever is taking up space in your energy field in a non-productive or polluting kind of way uh, removes the space that could be used for embodying your soul and um, growing your unconditional love which is what is required fully embodying the unconditional love vibration that we must all possess in order to incarnate on this planet is essential and basically the ticket to ride the awareness of all of the higher dimensions so that's why you need to do the shadow work and that's why, hello all my lovelies, um, that's why you need to allow and surrender to this process. And I'm taking my time with this reading in these cards because they're kind of in your face this week, which is not the usual thing you're used to for me or that I'm used to from the cards, honestly. But that is because they really, that is what this whole period of time is, this eclipse season, the mass awakenings of people. It is about all of us embodying fully our unconditional love because that is what is required to be multidimensionally expanded and that is also what is required to heal yourself, heal the earth, all that good stuff. So uh, for the ego and earth self, I use the um, shapeshifters oracle because I find that very revealing for shadow work. So the first card we have is Alice in a Sea of Tears. Uh, she's not having a very good time, you know? She's like, oh, this is awful. I'm crying. I can't handle it anymore. So 
you're feeling cast away out of your depth, feeling abandoned, and that's going to be coming up a lot this week. You're going to be feeling like you're just literally drowning in your feelings. And part of what causes that is fighting them. Part of what causes that is removal from them. Part of what causes that is your programming to be gaslighted out of your own feelings. So therefore, you gaslight yourself out of your own feelings. Um, help is on the way. I'm just going to read from the book here because I feel like this is really important for you guys. You've been through a very emotional time and have finally released your need to hold on. You have let go or been let go of and the emotional aftermath has been overwhelming. You are about to see that your sadness can continue to create the rough waters that have thrown you about and that you will finally make it to shore. So what that's saying is that while it feels turbulent and it's very hard, that that turbulence is what's pushing you towards the next shore where you're meant to land. Now the challenge is to move on from this with wisdom in place without repeating what has led to this manifestation. Take a look at all the things in your life that you're not happy with and do a fair and honest assessment. Oh, thanks. <laughs> there. Um, really look at what you have personally done in your present life circumstances to draw that to you. And some of that can be as simple as um, not acknowledging your own feelings. You know, when you're gaslighting yourself out of your own feelings, when you're not acknowledging even that you maybe are in a sea of tears, uh, how do you get out of it? You don't. You can do it, and by being more like the rat with his neat compartmental nature and the crab with her hard outer shell for protection, you will come through this tough time. You are wiser now, less emotionally ready to be hurt, and far more capable of remaining yourself, even walking as you do in a harsh world. If you feel very alone, help is coming and will soon be with you. Although you may be feeling you have made a great mistake, Given all this upheaval in time, you will know you have done exactly the right thing. Dry your tears. Help is here. Well done on making such an important change. So <clears throat> it can be easy sometimes when we uncork this bottle of emotion to stay stuck in it. So just know that uh, fighting your feelings is just going to make them last longer. You really need to allow your feelings to flow and move through them, not stay stuck in them. Uh, and then the other card we get for our ego earth adult self is pose brave flight. So to get to the brave flight, we need to feel our feelings. Uh, you will not let fear stop you this time. This card number is 26, which becomes an eight, which becomes uh, infinity, which is about connecting to the all. This card is an 11, which is a master number. So as you are mastering your human emotions and learning how to feel your feelings, that is going to give you the bravery and the strength to move into a greater connection with yourself, with spirit, and with the universe. Um, you're going to be offered a chance to do something out of your normal reality. And instead of thinking it through again and again and analyzing its risks until you are immobilized, 
Poe's Brave Flight asks you to take the suggestion of another and fly high. Uh, expect to be getting messages about different opportunities and things that you uh, did not expect. There's going to be solutions that you could not have imagined. And so instead of doing what a lot of you have been doing, when you're stuck in your feelings, and not letting those feelings process and flow through you is you overanalyze, you overthink, you question, 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 and then those those opportunities are just like, okay, well, well, I guess you don't want us right now because um, you're too chicken shit to jump at it. So maybe uh, take some risks, people. Feeling your feelings can be risky. I know I sound like the very bossy mom today, but that's kind of the energy that the universe is sending us all because they really want us to get this stuff done. And this goes for people like me and you and anyone who is doing this work with the public as well. We have our own work to do and we need to be very disciplined about our physical care, our emotional care, our spiritual care, what we are consuming in the ways of media, um, what we are allowing in in the ways of relationships with others, because all of these people awakening, they're gonna need us, and we're going to feel that drain on our energy. And so we need to have our stuff uh, on lock so that we can be all hands on deck to help everybody incoming. So as I said in the beginning, you know, we have like lane A, just waking up, just figuring all this out. Lane B, been awake for a while. You're sort of teetering in the position of, am I a student, am I a mentor? Am I a student, am I a mentor? And then there's lane, you know, the third lane, which is already a mentor, but you still need to maintain yourself and continue to grow so that you can support the overall plan here. So those of you in the middle, you are dealing with your imposter syndrome and not understanding why you're not making progress. And that is because you are staying stuck in some of the things you're supposed to be letting go of and clearing. Hey, Galactic Groovers. I'm going to attempt to succinctly tell you what I do and have this little spot on every episode so you can know what I'm all about. You can visit the square booking link on my Instagram page or my Facebook page at Grooming Goddess. You can email me at groominggoddess at gmail.com. And to book any readings with me, you can visit that square booking site. As I said, some of the services I offer are an animal communication for 3333, and that is a 30-minute session where we connect with your pets and um, see what maybe they are trying to tell you that you can't quite understand. Then I have a grief mediumship, another 30-minute reading, and that is for anyone experiencing recent grief and having trouble moving through that. My um, specialty seems to be in that area getting messages and contacting people's loved ones immediately after their passing. I have a mini reading special, which is four mini readings for 4444. I have a soul action plan reading, which is 5555, and that involves cards for your inner child, uh, earth self, ego self, your highest self, and your galactic team. 
And then lastly, I have Syncretic Oracle readings, which are 7777, as those cards are much more in-depth and pretty much cover every reading modality. And then lastly, if you would like to come on my podcast and get a reading live, I will read for you for free. You can book an interview at my Square booking site. If you would like to be on my podcast to discuss something groovy, you can also do that at the Square booking site. And if you would like me to be on your podcast, you can do that at the Square booking site. I look forward to hearing from you. I have a money-back guarantee for all my readings, and so far, nobody wants their money back, so I feel like I'm helping a lot of folks out there, and I would like to help you too. If you have any questions about any of these, give me a DM somewhere, anywhere, all the places. Much love to you all, and thank you for listening. let's see what the Muse Tarot had to say about our highest selves. Um, Party, party, party time. (laughs) This is the funniest reading I think I've ever given. All right. Uh, I have a great way of delivering the hard with the humor. Four of emotions. So she is sitting there looking at the three cups and this fourth cup, right, that she's sitting in. She's looking around at everybody else going, everybody, everybody else has, has four cups. They have four cups and their cups are full of really cool stuff. And where's my cups? I don't know. I'm missing a cup. How come I don't have a cup? Where's my cup? She is the cup. She is the fourth cup. So I'm going to read from the book on this one. Four of emotions, keywords, missing out on the wonderful things in front of you. Boredom, dissatisfaction, seeking better opportunities, failing to see the bigger picture, a time for contemplation and meditation, apathy and magic. Those of you who are called to magic in the first place know that apathy really isn't going to serve you very well. So I want to read from this because I think it, it really tells so beautifully kind of what a lot of people are going through right now and it's a good reminder to uh, take a look at where you're sitting and take a look at yourself and what what you have <clears throat> she sits in a giant energetic cup her fourth cup her best cup but when she counts her blessings she sees only three other people have four globulets that she can clearly see and here she is stuck in a life of three She sighs, hoping she will someday find a fourth. She closes her eyes and asks the muse to help her find her magic blessings. No answer. And I think a lot of you are feeling like, I'm getting no answers. I'm in a void. I'm cut off from intuition and source. No, you're not. Nothing but the waves lapping up against. Lap, lap, lap. What is it that they are lapping up against? The muse laughs and blows bubbles from below, changing the angle of the sunlight just a little. Just enough for her to see her fourth cup in the glistening rays. I have a hair that's attacking me. Okay, it's still attached. Don't pull it out. Uh, Daughter, you are the fourth cup. In this way, the muse reminds you that you too are the blessing you're seeking. You are the blessing you're seeking. 
you have your own answers you have your own power you have your own energy you have your own discernment you have your own ability to manifest you are living within your own treasure chest and you just need to change your perspective to see it so then we get the card ten of voices voices in the muse tarot swords this card is most always and usually about surrender she has just gone all right here it is i'm taking what's coming a painful truth or realization despair victimhood being stabbed in the back deception or betrayal harsh endings disillusion seeing the world in a completely new way an opportunity to begin anew gashed simplicity so this is about knowing that no matter how much it hurts or no matter how severe or difficult what you're needing to release and move through seems that on the other side of it will come great strength and great empowerment and so the more you just surrender to the process of that the easier it's going to be and the less time it will last um, and changing your perspective and seeing that you are your source of power will help you surrender and do this work all righty so our dragon cards um, I use the Dragon Oracle deck to represent your galactic team, which can be your uh, your spirit guides, your angels, your dragons, source energy, whatever you want to call it. Um, so this week is a lot about Earth and the four elements. I really suggest as you're going through this eclipse energy uh, and as you are doing your own shadow work, that you ground and connect with nature as much as possible, whether that's standing barefoot on some grass or going near a stream or even taking a bath will accomplish that because you're connecting with water, which is one of the elements of the earth. But it's so interesting because uh, we have all fourth dimensional dragons this week. And that's why I say we are doing the really hard work right now, especially those in lane A and B who are just awakening or on the middle path where you're um, doing this work and feel like you're stuck and you don't know why you haven't moved to the next level yet. Um, Earth and Water Dragon. I love this dragon. So pretty. Um, <clears throat> creates the foundation for new growth. A fresh start is coming with new opportunities. Nurture your ideas and harvest the abundance. So that is also interesting because then the very next uh, one is air and fire dragon. So as you can see here, we have all four elements. We have earth, air, fire, and water. <laughs> and the air and fire dragon expands your creative energies, harness your creativity, excitement, and enthusiasm, communicate your passion. Um, lots of throat chakra activation happening right now. All about expressing yourself expressing your feelings expressing your energy expressing your creativity to the world um, now usually when there's a vault when I get this card with the volcano on it there's also a geological thing happening and there's usually another eruption of another volcano this has been happening for the last six months but in this case this is a human volcano 
um, you're the volcano. And so everything that is coming up for you, while some of it may feel like a violent eruption of emotions and past traumas and things that you don't want to deal with or thought you dealt with and didn't fully or whatever the case may be, um, while that part may seem violent, it is also an eruption of your creativity and your abundance. And then the earth and water dragon. So all of these couplets interact with each other. And so you've got the, um, the change and the creativity, the opportunity, the abundance coming, and the ticket to ride through all of this is doing your shadow work, dealing with your stuff that you need to release, letting go of what no longer serves you, forgiving yourself, forgiving others, and doing this in community with other people. We've been doing a lot of this work in solitary solo ways. And yes, sometimes we do need to experience these things in some isolation and go through our own feelings ourselves. But it is also very beneficial to, to connect with others to process these things. So don't run from your feelings, you guys. I will share some personal examples of this so that you understand what I'm trying to get at. I already mentioned the solar eclipse last year and how that rocked my world because um, I asked for the change, but I didn't ask for the joy and ease, which I gave you credit for, Serafina, if you're still in here. Um, so I had a lot of programming and conditioning throughout my life uh, between being gaslit out of my feelings and then also just being told over and over again, don't get hysterical, don't cry, and forever just oppress your feelings, fight it, don't cry, don't feel bad, don't have any negative thoughts, and then you get the whole toxic positivity thing from the New Age movement where it's like, uh, oh, don't ever think anything bad, just pretend like it's not there and ignore it, but that doesn't work at all because then you just have this, you know, ball of past bullshit dust bunnies sitting over in the corner that's uh, taking up space for unconditional love that should be coming into your energy field. So I went through that experience and then the release of everything was so intense because I hadn't felt my feelings for most of my life fully. Uh, it, it was like the dial got turned up to 11 and I had to learn how to recalibrate and have the energy and the feelings flow through me and back to the earth and get out of my system. Um, now I experience my emotional life and the things that happen to me in a much more immediate, gentle and present way by being present because I am the present um, I, I just feel it and it's gone. Like, you know, I feel stuff and it's gone and I know it's not taking root in my body, in my energy field, in my soul. And I, the, the gentle release of things is, is so much more enjoyable. Honestly, all the misery that we put ourselves through by resisting feeling things it only prolongs our misery and it, it you know 
it's all it we're addicted we're addicted to the emotions we're addicted to that negative toxic way of being after years of conditioning so um get vulnerable get open talk about things uh here's a major one that i figured out last night that was so deep and so far back into my origin story in this human incarnation that I, I didn't see it. And it came about as of an experience over this last year during the pandemic. It turned out that my mom, who is fairly young, she's only 66, but uh, she's got early onset dementia. And as we went through that process um, and I, I've you know, watched her deal with the decline in feelings of it and dealing with my own grief. I completely missed this thing that was, was buried in me and welling up and making it difficult for me to process the grief of this experience. Because unfortunately, that's just kind of what happens a little bit is that when someone is declining, um, you know, you lose them a little more every week, every month, and it's kind of a continual grief process. So you really need to have a way to let those things flow so that when you do have the tough moments and you think about the hard parts of it, uh, that doesn't stay stuck and, and leave you trapped in that experience. So what I figured out last night during a, a session that I'll talk about in a different live, um, I have been holding onto the belief that because of what caused my mother's uh, early onset dementia and the course of her life and how that's been and me being born so early, I was basically blaming my entire existence for what's happening to her now and feeling responsible for things that I can't be responsible for because First of all, it's just absurd, even from just a human standpoint, because <laughs> I didn't ask to be born, you know? Uh, I mean, I did, but I didn't. And then um, from another standpoint of energetically and how we choose our journey in this life, um, my mom chose this path for herself. That is what she did and wanted to do and so for me to kind of come in with um, a combination of ego and then um, lifelong conditioning by narcissistic parenting feel like I'm somehow responsible for everything that has ever happened in her life which is ridiculous and bananas letting go of that and having that realization was very healing for me it was healing for me to realize what was really at the root of the hurt and sadness and pain and almost shame that i've been feeling about what she's going through and then also here's the the trick why this will get you and why it's so important to find these things in yourself work through them and let them go I'm holding this belief that simply by being born, I have condemned my mom to the next, you know, five to 20 years of her mind slowly uh, going away. Um, at the same time, because I had that program running subconsciously, right? 
I was also consciously um, nearly killing myself and determined that I'm the one who has to do everything for her now. That I cannot, uh, you know, that I am not allowed to ask for help. I am not allowed to say, hey, I can't do all this. And now that I have figured that out, it's like this weight has been lifted off of me and I realize that, no, I can ask for help. There is nothing wrong with me um, letting a nurse med manager handle my mother's medication and me not doing that for her. There is nothing wrong with me having her groceries delivered instead of getting them myself because then that frees me up to do other things to help her. And I, I didn't cause this simply by being born and existing, you know? So those things can really, uh, be stuck in there and trip you up in your life. Um, I did also pull a syncretic oracle card, and if anything doesn't symbolize the strange period of uh, retrograde and eclipse season we're in, um, the syncretic oracle cards, this is one of the hollow cards, and so you see it has sacred geometry and then a mandala, and each of these represents a different um, aspect of universal energy law of creation um, simply the way the all works so uh, on the back of the card it talks about what this card means in particular so we have chaos realm of matter in which all is inevitable entropy so if you look at um, the way earth has consisted and existed humanity has functioned we have definitely been in a chaos program where all is inevitable entropy and then order on the other hand is realm of spirit in which all is interconnected light so that is what we are trying to transition to because when all is interconnected light then there is order and creation works for the good of everyone and for the highest good. And then lastly, secret writing, a uh, symbolic language of all creative expression. There's a lot coming up right now about symbols, sacred geometry. Um, so be paying attention to those little signposts when they pop up in your life. Uh, you can go on Google most of the time and type in even like a description of the symbol that you saw or maybe something that you dreamt about or it comes to you in a, a different source. You can go type in a description of that and it will bring up a lot of images and you can usually find what you're looking for that way. So we really do have an amazing and transformative week ahead. But there's going to be some feels. There's going to be some emotional work to be done. And um, that is really the, <laughs> not to over, overbeat the uh, analogy, but that's the pool we're swimming in. You know, we're swimming in that sea of consciousness, those feelings, and um, we're transmuting that. So I hope everyone has a fantastic week.
And if I could be of service to you in other ways, let me know. I'm going to end this live and then I will come back to talk about the time. Introducing a new collaborative podcast, Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, that's Muse, Elf, Oracle, Witch, and Wizard, a panel discussion on YouTube amongst people of different disciplines talking all things woo to help you along your personal ascension, expansion, spiritual journey. It's not a vibe, it's a frequency. Check out Meow Podcast on YouTube and you can get us at themeowpod at gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest on the pod, please give us an email. Otherwise, go check us out today on Meow Podcast. It's nothing but fun and a frequency of love. So I know that was a lot and I know I've already, I wish I could have gotten this out yesterday. Honestly, I rarely apologize for anything, but it was live on IG. So hopefully whomever needed it found it before now, but, um, I'm already hearing reports of different, uh, people having a hard time at all levels of consciousness and, I just want you to know I love you all, and me and a lot of other people are here for you. So, you know, if I'm not your bag, and but you're like, hey, I do you know any readers who specialize in blah blah blah? Just DM me and ask me. We're all a collective. We're all working together. At least those of us who are in the I am not your guru club, and who like to work collaboratively instead of competing with each other. So. There's so many resources out there, and if one thing doesn't uh, resonate with you, something else will, and that's okay. I've really, I had to kind of slow down this last week because I made a huge leap in followers, public presence, uh, workload, workshops, all of those things, and so I have pulled back a little bit and I'm also releasing some pretty major stuff and let me tell you uh working with your galactic team to like remove uh defective stem cells from your high heart chakra and um treat that cosmic uh karmic wound and fix it repair it permanently make it whole again is a process and does take quite a bit of energy so I thank you for your patience during my pauses. I mean, I know just getting one episode out a week is an accomplishment, but I do like delivering an interview at least once a week and the muse musings when I have something to muse about. Um, I, I want that content to be out there because that is what helped me when I was just starting this process and um, has really made a difference. So that's what we're all trying to do, most of us who do this, is make a difference and help others. Um, gosh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. What was I trying to say? Get it, get it, get it, get it. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Oh, damn, oh, damn. Uh, fixing the high heart chakra, yada, yada workshops. Mm. 
Ah, yes. So, to Colleen Orr and Gursev Sidwal, who are both wonderful healers in their own right, uh, I will get your episodes edited and up soon over the next couple weeks. And I really appreciate everyone's patience when um, I need to take a take a moment, take a pause, and give myself some space to go through my own personal expansion and transformation. Um, (laughs) Some people think it's bad news, but uh, the more difficult thing to accept is that it really is a a continual process. It's not like you're ever going to be done. Um, But the good news is, is that you do cross a threshold once you are able to fully embody your soul and unconditional love uh, in your body. You can enjoy the process a lot more and it does become more uh, with ease and in a way that brings you joy. So have a great week and just remember you are not alone in this. Everybody's going through it with you, and especially people who aren't awake. Try to have patience for them because all they know is they're feeling all this energy surging, and it makes you irritable and cranky and just, you know, agitated and irrational uh, when you don't have any idea what is happening. Also, it seems like the earth is. Um, calming down for the moment with the solar stuff it's not it's not the earth's problem or the sun's problem for that matter it's just a temporary human problem because uh we have to stabilize this uh ship as the solar winds and cosmic rays fly at us so the sun has been fairly quiet so hopefully that'll give us all some um rest Oh, and I almost forgot. I know there's a Meow Podcast uh, ad, but definitely go check out this week's episode that's dropping today on YouTube. Um, We did a wonderful chat with Black Abyss. Uh, His name is Calvin Street. But uh, I think it's, I may have the last name wrong. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's Black Abyss with no C on uh, YouTube and Clubhouse and Instagram. And he has a really beautiful way of explaining how the universe works and how energy is exchanged. Oh my gosh, I almost went through this whole episode and forgot to talk about how uh, it's Pride Month and um, happy Pride to everyone. Um, We're an LGBTQIA family and my son has educated me a lot about allyship and what that means and about lifting the unheard voices uh, in the community trans voices, BIPOC voices, international voices, because pride and fighting for rights and fighting oppression is really a worldwide uh, effort. So um, 
I'm going to be donating a percentage of my subscription membership year round. I'll be donating that to the Trevor Project and uh, making my effort to lift other voices as well. I've been trying to put up a lot more this month, especially, and I just want you all to know that I love you and um, I, I strive all the time to do a better job. And if I slip up or do dumb things or um, make a misstep, please kindly tell me and know that if I have, it was so super unintentional. It has been a challenge to undo many years of conditioning. It is shocking to find out, you know, the parts of the racist conditioning, the misogynist conditioning, and the homophobic conditioning that one can still have even when consciously you are not, you know, you feel like you're, you're an ally, you're like on board, you're in support, you want diversity, you recognize the humanity in everybody. Um, so if any of you are like, you know, a cis white person, um, maybe look for those things in yourself that you might not see or know. My biggest struggle right now is the pronoun thing. I, I screw up sometimes and, um, I get better all the time at it, but I'm almost at a point where I'm like, couldn't we just all be they and them? Because then it really doesn't matter at all because it really doesn't matter at all. So this out, outgoing song is for everybody who is included in the pride umbrella, including all of the mama bears like me that just want to give you a big old hug. Um, I think I shared somewhere, not sure, um, great coming out story. My youngest came out on the way to a trans, uh, panel, um, to understand, you know, they were trying to raise awareness in the community, a very conservative right-wing Christian community, I will add, and um, we were singing along to Bohemian Rhapsody, doing the whole Wayne's World thing, and as you all know, I'm a singer, and so I, I nailed that high note, and my youngest said, wow, mom, that was amazing, and it feels like now is the perfect time for me to come out, and it really is a very sweet story, and I'm glad we had that moment because there would be many more moments after that as he went through his process uh, that were hard because it was hard for him. And, you know, and that's the thing. You, you, can't, you can't live it for anybody else, but you can be there to support them in it. And um, in time, when my youngest is more comfortable with themselves I will share hopefully later on like all the ways in which I fucked it up you know so that other parents can do an even better job because I, I don't think I did a shitty job 
but there are definitely things that I didn't do as well as I wish I had. But isn't that the story of being a mom, right? Anyway, I love you all, and um, I am proud to know you and love you. Let's be in transgender life. I'm on the right track, baby. I was.